This is All the Cool Parts number 18 for August 13th, 2010. Hey everybody, welcome to All the Cool Parts number 18. I'm your host, Anthony Joseph Landman. This week I'm presenting a CD that I discovered back in 1995 uh, when I was kind of just getting into and discovering classical music. And uh, this CD was really one of my early favorites. I'm talking, of course, about the CD released that year by the Argo label titled Dance Mix. Argo Dance Mix was a collection of all contemporary pieces, all by living composers, uh, with the one exception being uh, the the piece by Leonard Bernstein that we just heard, the Mambo from his West Side Story. Um, in fact, all of the composers on this CD, with, with the exception of Bernstein, are all still living and still composing, still active. Um, and uh, this was released in the mid-90s on a label called Argo, which I believe has been resurrected in the past few years. I know they um, either completely went under around 2000. I don't know the whole story. But anyway, in the mid-90s, they were releasing a bunch of CDs of contemporary composers, Um many of whom are on this CD, which is kind of a a compilation CD. And uh, the music on this CD is basically short pieces for orchestra that are uh, basically dance-inspired. The musical language is uh, just kind of attractive and accessible. And this CD was a kind of a nice bridge for me at the time, a young musician making the transition from a kind of rock teenager 
to classical musician. And so it, it served as this kind of nice bridge um, that at the time and still, you know, I, I really like these pieces. Um, and a lot of these pieces, some of them were composed to be danced to. And uh, I'll point that out. Like some of them were composed as a ballet. Some of them were composed for choreography. Some of them were composed to be danced um, it, within the context of an opera. And some of them are just kind of stylized dances. So uh, what's a stylized dance? A stylized dance could be, um, you know, you could look back at any of the pieces of Johann Sebastian Bach, any of those suites, uh, solo cello suites or whatever, and it consists of a bunch of different dance movements. So you have a minuets and gavots and jigs and uh, almonds and all these kinds of things. And the reason they're stylized dances is that they're pieces that are inspired by these, these actual real dances and have some characteristics of the dance, whether it be uh, the meter or where the stress is, you know, in the overall beat structure or whatever. Uh, but they're not really intended to be danced to. So that's what um, kind of a stylized dance is. And that's what these are for the most part. Um, the most famous piece on the CD, by far, the one that's made its way into the sort of standard orchestral repertoire, is the Mambo from the Leonard Bernstein's West Side Story. I think that's one reason why they included it on the CD. You know, so they include one, uh, you know, orchestra standard, and then all these other new pieces that are kind of similar. Um, and I think uh, on the CD uh, you have conductor David Zinman and the Baltimore Symphony, and I, I really just think they did an awesome job with these pieces in the CD, kind of imbuing all the pieces with just the right attitude and uh, just the right energy. The first excerpt that we're going to play from Dance Mix is from the Chairman Dances. I have a couple excerpts from the Chairman Dances of composer John Adams. And uh, John Adams was born February 15th, 1947 in Worcester, Massachusetts, and currently resides in San Francisco, California. Um, John Adams, if you don't know, is... One of the most successful, most famous, most performed composers of classical music in the world, really. Um, he is, you can, if you want to learn more about him, you can go to his website at um, earbox.com. That's E A R B O X.com. And uh, he is, um, like I said, you know, one of the major iconic uh living composers uh, right now. And uh, this piece, The Chairman Dances, was actually originally supposed to be part of his opera that he wrote in 1985 called Nixon in China. Um, Nixon in China was another, again, another milestone of opera and uh, dealing with kind of current events and sort of dealing it in a real super satirical way. Um, this scene, which, uh, I guess was supposed to be in act three originally and then got cut. I don't know why it got cut, but, um, it was supposed to depict this scene where Madame Mao gate crashes a presidential banquet. She breaks into the room, starts hanging 
paper lanterns everywhere, and then performs a seductive dance. She then beckons Chairman Mao to join her, and Chairman Mao descends from his 40-foot portrait to dance a foxtrot with her. So that's what's going on in this music. One other thing I wanted to mention about this music and uh, what sets it apart from many other contemporary pieces uh, is pulse. And a lot of these pieces have definite pulse, definite rhythm, definite beat, whatever you want to call it. Um, It's a lot more common now, but especially in the mid-20th century, I mean, this pulse, this rhythmic pulse, this rhythmic drive was something that uh, composers, a lot of composers tried to avoid for whatever reason. And uh, with these pieces, it's it's definitely there. I mean, it's definitely something that you can tap your foot to and uh, is just really present in this music. Um, here is the first of the two excerpts from the Chairman Dances. And uh, this one is just from the very beginning of the piece. And uh, you'll hear, I don't know, the first minute, minute and a half, something like that. I just wanted to hear... I just wanted you to hear how the piece starts and how Adams just kind of builds the texture slowly and uh, kind of organically up uh, through the piece. The piece is quite long. It's the longest piece on the disc. It's about 13 minutes. And uh, so you can sort of hear how he starts to build the piece slowly up. Our second excerpt comes from the middle of the piece. Uh, we start with the culmination of what Adams began in the first excerpt, where he he slowly builds this texture, and he eventually it gets to this, this point where um, the entire orchestra is engaged in this kind of driving polyrhythmic texture. Uh, then, all of a sudden, kind of, the music takes uh, an amusing turn <laughs> to this kind of I don't know, grand old Hollywood orchestral soundtrack. Uh, this uh, alludes to Madame Mao's younger days as a Shanghai film star. And uh, it kind of mirrors her as well, personally. Uh, it has this old Hollywood grace and grandeur, but there's still something kind of off about it. Uh, you can, uh, in this excerpt, you can really hear Adam's sense of humor come out in the music. And uh, he really does have a great wit 
and a great sense of humor. And if you want to really see it in action uh, in words rather than in music, uh, I'd really highly recommend checking out his blog that he has and he updates often um, at his website, earbox.com. Our next excerpt from the CD is Aaron J. Kernis's New Era Dance. And uh, Kernis was born January 15, 1960 in Philadelphia. And interestingly, he studied composition under John Adams, uh, among other people. But he did study with John Adams at the San, uh, San Francisco Conservatory, I'm guessing, or I don't know, somewhere around 1980-ish, give or take. Um in this excerpt from uh, from New Era Dance, uh, I pulled this really cool passage that features what I wrote down, two dueling trumpets. I don't know if they're really supposed to be dueling, but it almost sounds like both trumpet soloists kind of have their own takes on the same solo line and are both really vying for the spotlight kind of at the same time. Our next excerpt comes from the piece Collage Boogie 
by composer Libby Larson. And uh, Libby Larson was born December 24th, 1950 in Wilmington, Delaware. She currently resides in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And in this excerpt from the very end of the piece, we can hear these climactic explosions kind of um, interspersed with hints and splashes of this 1950s boogie-woogie. next excerpt comes from John Harbison, his Remembering Gatsby. And uh, Harbison was born December 20th, 1938 in Orange, New Jersey. Um, And in 1999, he wrote a big opera on the great Gatsby. And uh, this piece is uh, taking some music from that opera and uh, making it into kind of a concert piece. Um, so you'll hear many themes and uh, musical styles from that era, so sort of 1920s New York uh, dance music era, this kind of flapper music. And uh, it almost has a Gershwin-esque kind of quality to it. Next, we have a piece by Michael Torkey, born September 22nd, 1961. And uh, Michael Torkey uh, kind of burst onto the scene in 1985 while he was still a student um, with his orchestra piece entitled Ecstatic Orange. And uh, Torkey is actually a synesthete. This is a person that will, when they hear sounds, they'll see sort of corresponding colors to those sounds and he's written a whole series of orchestral music um that he calls color music so there's ecstatic orange uh 
another piece called Bright Blue Music. Um, there's one really kind of pretty interesting piece he has called Ash, which is part of this color music. And the, what Ash is, is um, this piece, uh, the only way I can explain it without playing it is, uh, you know, like when you maybe have used a Photoshop or a, a program like Photoshop that has plugins where you can, you know, put in a photo and then you can run it through a plugin to make it look like a watercolor painting or something. Um, if you had a program that had composer plugins and you put in a Beethoven symphony and ran it through the Michael Torkey plugin, what would come out would be Ash. So it's a pretty interesting piece. Uh, the piece, uh, the excerpt of uh, what I'm going to play for you guys is from a piece called Charcoal, and uh, this is the final movement from Torquay's ballet, Black and White. So this is a piece that was actually conceived for dance, and one of the very cool aspects of Torquay's music is his brilliant talent for orchestration. And uh, basically this is uh, being able to pull colors from the orchestra by using various combinations of instruments, uh, kind of much like a painter would do, um, combining various primary colors to create new, exciting, you know, vibrant combinations of color. up is Points of Departure by Robert Moran. Robert Moran was born January 8th, 1937 in Denver, Colorado, and he currently resides in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, and uh, on a personal note, um, when I first picked up this CD in 1995 as a young, aspiring composer, um, little did I know that years later, uh Robert and I would be friends and I, you know, I met uh, Bob I don't know uh, maybe 2002 something like that but um, yeah he's uh, on a personal note he's a great guy and uh, I'm happy that I get to present this piece of his and he's also a real trip to hang out with if anybody uh, out there has ever hung out with him so if you ever get the chance to hang out with Bob I would uh, take it. It'd probably be an experience you would never forget. But um, in this uh, excerpt from his points of departure, we hear uh, this exciting finale to this piece. And one of the really cool features is how Moran chose to end this piece. Uh, Most composers would choose a just kind of standard big bombastic chord to end the piece, you know, to sort of end it with a bang. But here, Moran, he, he fools us into think that that's what we're getting. Uh, but instead, at the end, after we get all these big bombastic chords, 
he leaves us with this really beautiful sustained chord that kind of emerges out of these big bombastic orchestra hits. In Desi by Michael Doherty. Um, well, let me just tell you a little bit about Doherty. Um, he was born April 28th, 1954 in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and he currently resides in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where he teaches composition at the University of Michigan. Um, Doherty is known for writing pieces of music exploring American pop culture kitsch. Uh, for example, his piano concerto, titled Le Tombeau de Liberace. Uh, he works with, I don't know, Liberace-like musical themes and orchestrations and asks the piano soloist to actually dress like Liberace. Um, he has another piece, for example, uh, called Dead Elvis that's a bassoon concerto where the bassoon soloist is asked to dress up not like Elvis, but like a, like a bad Elvis impersonator, you know, like the worst Las Vegas Elvis impersonator. Um, so this is kind of uh, the subject matter that Doherty likes to work with. Um, in Desi, he hyperinflates the kitsch associated with uh, Desi Arnaz and the old I Love Lucy show, and then kind of mixes it with Arnez's Latin Jazz Big Band.
in our final excerpt for this episode, we're going to listen to Christopher Rouse's Bonham. Um, Christopher Rouse was born February 15th, 1949 in Baltimore, Maryland. And in Bonham, uh, Rouse creates a tribute to the late Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham by taking the iconic opening drumbeat from Led Zeppelin's When the Levee Breaks and expanding it out into an entire piece for large percussion ensemble. Uh, here's the very opening of the piece where you get the uh, beat from When the Levee Breaks, and then you can kind of hear how Rouse expands on this beat uh, throughout this percussion ensemble to create this entire work based on this drum beat. And that is going to do it, folks, for this week's All the Cool Parts number 18. Uh, As always, please submit us email so I can uh, answer your questions and maybe read it on the podcast. You can send those emails to allthecoolparts at gmail.com. You can look at the show notes at allthecoolparts.blogspot.com. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash anthonylandman. And you can check out my website at anthonyjosephlandman.com. And as far as the All the Cool Parts Idol, I am getting starting to get a few more submissions for that. And I'm trying to gather more. So musicians, performers, ensembles, composers, please send me stuff to play for All the Cool Parts Idol. I would love to promote you and your music and what you're doing in the classical music world. And uh, so that segment of the show will be back very soon and until next week i'm going to leave you guys with the very end of john adams chairman dances and i'll see you next time bye bye
Hey, performers, performing ensembles, and composers, All the Cool Parts Podcast wants your music for All the Cool Parts Idol. If you're an emerging artist with a good quality recording and you'd like All the Cool Parts Podcast to share it with the world, please email sound files and other details to allthecoolparts at gmail.com. Help me share your music with the world.